candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Listen in as Dr. Dina, medical marijuana pioneer and inspiration for the award-winning TV series, Weeds, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your hostess with the mostest when it comes to cannabis, weed, hash, all of my favorite things. I am Dr. Dina. Thank you for joining us again for another awesome episode. We've had so much change in the last few years, whether it was we had medical in California, that was a big deal, right? Then we had medical in other states. Then Colorado jumped and legalized California quickly behind. We caught up. We've legalized so many different states have really gotten their act together. But now we're taking it to another level. Canada has jumped in the game and federally legalized cannabis across their country. Well, what does that mean for us? Well, it means big money will be coming into our world, which it has been for a long time. I've been noticing a lot of Canadian companies that are on the stock exchange, they're, they're public companies, they're buying up smaller companies to roll up into a larger company. It's fascinating what's going on. And in fact, it's a little bit scary for the smaller people who are getting kind of bought up and pushed out from this business that we've built with our dreams and with our blood and our sweat and our tears. So it's so, it, it's so interesting to see what's happening. But today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Amy. She goes as Amy Anonymous, and she and I have a lot of similarities. She's based in Canada, in Toronto, and she has a dispensary, which is called Can Do, which is really funny because I work with Can Do for Clemency, which is a separate organization. Um, so that's part of one of our similarities, dispensary, another similarities, and we work with a lot of different celebrities. But please welcome Amy to Cannabis Confidential to talk about What's going on in Canada? So welcome, Amy. Thanks for having me, Dean. I appreciate it. Of course. This is so exciting. It's the queen of weed in uh, Toronto. Well, that's it. Cannabis is legal here now. So we can order it online and have it shipped to us. Now, when you say order online and have it shipped to you, is that through a dispensary? Well, how it stands right now in Canada, we are not allowed in Ontario, we are not allowed to have dispensaries. So what has happened is I've had to shut down my shop in the past couple of days in order oh, to get that crazy. Yeah, in wow. order to gear up for the new program. Um, they said our government had said that if we remain open in the next six months during the transition, they will blacklist us from the legal market. Um, so unfortunately, I've had to shut my doors until they issue a perm- uh, permits for dispensaries. In Ontario, we have zero dispensaries right now. Dr. Dean, it is so bad. Zero That's dispensaries. Insane. So there is nowhere for a patient uh, to go and walk in and get their medicine. They have to order online. Here's the kicker. Our postal service, Canada Post, who is now our, our dealer, because they're the ones delivering the cannabis. This is in Ontario. I'm in the province of Ontario. Other provinces have a little bit different regulations, but in Ontario alone, 
a post office is the one who's going to be delivering our medicine, and they're about to go on strike. You're kidding me. I wish I was. So um, who, is, who is selling the cannabis? Where are we buying it from? Who runs the website? Well, we're buying cannabis from the Ontario Cannabis Store, um, and that's government-ran. And the, what okay. happens is we have, we have companies called licensed producers. So those are companies that the government has okayed to distribute cannabis um, and to grow cannabis. So those are licensed producers. Um, they are the ones providing cannabis for the OCS, which is the Ontario Cannabis Store. So the licensed producers will then provide to them to sell recreationally. Uh, our, it was an interesting it was, it was really interesting, Dina, because I checked out their website on the 17th, the second they made it live, and it got, our, our, the products were just flying off the shelves, clearly, because it was just becoming legal, but the prices were just so different than what we saw on the medical side, for instance. Now, I know in, a, I know in, in, the, in the States, you guys have your prices are a bit high for cannabis compared to Canada. They really are. Um, they're a bit different. But here in here in Ontario, our, generally our prices are between 8 and $12 a gram per cannabis. Online, I was seeing grams for $17.25 plus shipping. Okay. So it's going up so, with regulation and, and taxes. and Totally. Excise tax, I believe, is a 23%, 22 to 23%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like an, over an extra dollar a gram. Um, the companies are now starting to charge that because, of, again, taxes are changing. The government has figured out a way to regulate cannabis. So this is what they're doing. Now, this is only day two of legalized cannabis, or day three, I believe, 17, 18, 19. So this is the third day that cannabis is legal in Canada as it stands. There's currently no reefer madness going on, Dina, just so you know. Of course, of course. <laughs> like well, people can't would. even get their cannabis. That's the other problem. <laughs> That's the whole problem. They can't have any kind of medicine. They can't even access it right now. So wh- let me tell you a bit about how the Ontario store is working. I've had a couple friends purchase from them. Um, one order has just shown up today. It was purchased in the morning of the 17th, so just after midnight. Um, however, since, I, as I said, um, there was a lot of, a lot of orders and the, our postal service may go on strike, they're one to two day delivery now went from one to five days delivery. So someone now waiting for medicine is going to have to wait up to five days for it. It just doesn't make sense. Whereas if you walk so basically, no matter what, every three to five days you should order your cannabis online, exactly. regardless of getting it, so that you just keep getting it, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love the way you look at it. That's exactly it. I'm like, so what so do I have bizarre? to do? I have to just go every day and order every day, and then I'll be on a, at some point, within three to five days, maybe I'll be on a stream of consistent <laughs> flow. But <laughs> That's exactly it. I mean, it's like a perpetual grow. You just have to constantly do it <laughs> just to make sure you have meds. It's, it's insane. Now, that's in Ontario. Um, a lot of our other provinces have online stores and have retail stores. Uh, there's a, we have a province called Nova Scotia, and they actually have the highest cannabis consumption per province, per people. Um, and in Nova Scotia, they have stores attached to the liquor store. So I went and I actually checked oh, one wow. out a couple weeks ago. Um, I only got to see it from the outside. But it is much like an Apple store. And you walk through the liquor store, and then there's this big white wall that said cannabis. And, and then you just walk through this white door into the cannabis store. So in that store, again, much like 
it does look like an apple store. It's very futuristic. Um, there were lineups outside the door, clearly, on the 17th. Um, some of the lineups, some people were reporting two-and-a-half to three-hour waits for the lineups. Um, and, unfortunately, a lot of the product that was coming out of there wasn't to the weight that was purchased. Um, there were a, a few... Really? Videos. See, I've heard yeah. stories of people that waited three hours to get to the front of the line to be told that they were sold out. Some of that did happen, too. And but I didn't hear that the weight was off. But that's, that's oh, interesting. Oh, weight's totally off. Uh, one of them had purchased one gram, and it came as a point six. Ooh. A point six. So if you've just spent about... You know, almost twenty dollars on that gram with tax, and you get a point six of that gram. I mean, that's just that's just nuts. Another uh, little error. Well, that what do you think? Us- what do you think your reason for that? Why is that happening? Is that because you have people now in the, from the government doing this that said that they, you know, they, that people have never done this before? They're hiring people who've never done this, or is it, you know, what? What I is the reason? I think it's all new. I think because it's all new, and I, I also don't think that the, they realize the amount of weight that's lost when cannabis dries. I, I'm curious if that bud was put in there a little fresh and dried up, because we all know how much weight cannabis loses when it's wet and when it exactly. dries up, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that, oh, was yeah. a, that, was, that was a thought, right? You know, like, well, I don't know how... It's got to be cured properly. It's got to cure your bud, and that's another problem that, we're, that people are saying, that the bud's terrible. Terrible. Um, and again, the reason that I guess most people are saying this is because we're used to craft cannabis. Um, right. We're used to local. I know. Growers. We're spoiled. We are. I mean, we're the spoiled. same way. Like we, we're very spoiled, and when it becomes commercial, it, it takes away that that specialness. It's like there's a reason why when I go to different countries and I like like Amsterdam, people love it. But I walk into a coffee shop, I'm like, where's the good stuff? Where's the California weed? And then the, they pull out a you know a separate jar. It's you know it's like they get it like they know I'm like it's we want the craft stuff and like oftentimes when they pull out that jar I'll say oh and I'll name the grower and they'll go oh yeah you you know him I'm like yeah I know exactly who grew that because there's only so much really great weed you know in the world we know it we know who grew this stuff but that's commercial, exactly it. And they're and they're forced to be really like you have. I understand because if you're a government entity and you're forced to grow a, 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 a commodity, which is what it is, whether it's tomatoes or cannabis, and you have this legalization date, and you're like the date's looming, and you've got to have product. You don't want to run out. You've heard these horror stories of Las Vegas and Colorado and California people running out of weed, so they want to be ready. And this is what happens. So. Uh, We have to actually run to a quick break, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Amy. We're going to talk about uh, different provinces in Canada, what's going on with legalization. Uh, We know that there are some legal stores open out there, and uh, we want to know if people are driving out there. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one 
one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidentials, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Amy Anonymous from Canada. She is our Canadian correspondent, giving us the goods on what is happening right now with legalization. All right, Amy, so I know you've told me some amazing uh, uh, new changes in the regulations and the laws now, the legalization. So what do you think is the, the most terrifying of all of them? Oh, the most terrifying is um, giving cannabis to anyone under the legal age here. In Canada, they're looking at, they've uh, suggested up to 14 years in prison. 14 years in prison for handing some, uh, someone under the age of uh, 18 or 19, depending on the province, cannabis. Could you imagine? So the legalization that? age in Canada is 18 or 19? Well, 18 in certain provinces, such as Quebec and, uh, what's the other one? Quebec and Alberta is 18. Every other province is 19, and in fact, Quebec wants to change it to 21. So I think that's what they're, they're going to attempt to do, but as it stands right now, it is 18, which is their drinking age. Uh, but every other province is 19. Uh, but again, if you, if you distribute to children or involve children in um, the illegal sales... So of you pass a joint accidentally to a 17-year-old, and that's yeah. 14 years in, je- in prison. That's what they're saying that, that, that the proposed time would be. And, and, and now let's think about that medically. You know what I mean? For a, a parent that's afraid, that has a, a child who's epileptic, who's afraid to get a script because they don't know how to talk to a doctor, and they try cannabis with their kid, but they won't now because they're scared. 14 years but in jail? Is, is, the, is there still an ability for a, dis, for a kid with a disability or an illness there to is. get a script? There definitely is, but the way it usually works with parents is they try it out before they get a script. You know, and um, from all the parents that I've, I've worked with, and I've worked with many parents, they usually want to try it and see how it goes before they approach their doctor because it's scary. Stigma is still attached to cannabis, surprisingly. Although we talk about it so much, stigma is still attached. So uh, I find that parents, are, are becoming more scared. I get a lot of phone calls like, what do I do now? How do I talk to my doctor? I don't want them to think that I'm trying to drug my kid and then have it taken away from me because I use cannabis. Right. So there, there are what happens, definitely... What happens if uh, a child steals a parent's medicine? That's a great question. That's a fabulous question. Now, one thing about our legalization is it's made it so that my kid and, and kids of the future won't get charges for 
simple cannabis possession. It will be a ticket. So I think if, it, if their child was found with the cannabis, they would more than likely get a ticket. However... What if that child was selling to another child? That's where it gets tricky. That's where it gets very tricky. There, there are charges for that. There's no distribution. There's no distribution. Okay. The only legal distribution is through the, um, the government, the government uh, offices or the government companies. So they would more than likely be charged for distribution. And then once again, trafficking cannabis, the crimes, the, the um, amount of prison time has went up. So we're really, I know this is called legalization, and, and you know, it sounds great. Like, it is great that we have it legalized plants. It's never truly legalization. But the plant not, is not we don't free. Have People are not involved. free. No, no, it's regulation. Not a, total regulation. It's regulation. As I said, edibles and concentrates won't be part of our legalization for at least another year. So how did we legalize it when we can't use we we can't use oils, we can't use concentrates, we can't even use Ooh. we can't make yeah we can't purchase that's a problem. Yeah, total problem. You might have People to come out to smoke. California for like a year. I know, right? Just to chill. And you Get can make them what what you can do here is you can, with your own, with your product that you purchase, you can make cooking oils with it, but you can't make anything with a solvent. Um, so so you can make rosin. Doable. Yeah, rosin is doable. You can make it, but you can't purchase it. There is nowhere in our country to legally purchase this. You would have to make it yourself. Okay, so you would offer a rosin press in your dispensary. <laughs> Which is a great idea, and you're so smart. <laughs> exactly. Hey, um, there's so, a lovely so, rosin press called the, Sk- the Sasquatch Press. You should look into it. I love the Sasquatch. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've had such great experiences with that machine. <laughs> right? But, um, so, yeah, everyone check out the Sasquatch. You just, just press your stuff. Make your, own, make your own rosin. Now, I personally am not the biggest rosin fan, so I would be really upset because I like my BHO. Right? I know you do, Dina. That's why I brought it up. We can't have BHO I'd be BHO really sad. Here. Uh, and and even when do. it becomes when it becomes regulated, I don't think they're going to include anything with solvents. Now, what about home grows? What about them? The home grows you can have. So with legalization, you can every household um, can grow up to four plants recreationally in their home. So that doesn't mean each person. Right. That means you only every have to do household. Four. We can do six. Okay. You can do. Oh, you guys got six. Yeah, we got four. We're we're a little bit lower, but there are some cities that are against. Uh, home growing, and in fact, I just don't want to. I believe Quebec itself is banning it. Um, is is banning growing in but Quebec? But they also it's have not permitted. Now, but Quebec has uh, several uh, retail stores, right? I believe twelve stores open now. Yeah, they do have government issued stores, so they don't have to get online. You can purchase from the store, but you are not allowed to grow your own. And you can um, you can use cannabis wherever tobacco is smoked as well in Quebec except for on the school campuses, it says. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's very progressive. It is progressive, and a lot of schools are doing that now. They're putting stances on cannabis use. Can you use it where you use tobacco, or can you not smoke at all? Some of them have actually changed their smoking rules so that there is no smoking whatsoever on campus. Right. But others are taking it. Others are embracing it. They're saying you can use cannabis anywhere. One in Ontario, for instance, that my friend's in, said you can use cannabis anywhere tobacco smoke is used. Now that leads us to another big issue. What happens without, with, with driving after using cannabis? Oh, boy. 
yeah, this is where it's a real sticky situation. We have some extremely high penalties for driving. Um, for instance, in BC, the first offense is seizure of your driver's license for 90 days. Your vehicle is impounded for three days. You have to pay the fees for towing and a $200 fine. That's wow. your first offense in BC. That's your first the offense? Home, yeah, in the home of cannabis, BC is like, everyone knows BC, bud. First offense. In, in Ontario, where I'm from, the first offense, um, let me just, sorry, the first offense here is, is a much lighter. You get a three day suspension and a $250 fine. So, our pro- although it's a federal program, it's provincially taken care of, and our provinces are just so off. Our, our, our different in, uh, convictions. For instance, if you're convicted in court, um, your license for your first offense, you can lose your license for one year. Do a mandatory education and treatment program. You'll get an interni- uh, ignition interlock device for a year, and a mandatory medical evaluation. First, first. That's worse offense. than a DUI for alcohol. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. It's crazy. Like we we are getting really bad. And let's say your third offense. Lifetime license suspension. That's it. Lifetime. Isn't that crazy? In Quebec, wow. where they have at the 18, um, where you're allowed to use cannabis at 18, your first suspension is 90 days with a $1,000 fine. Um, so you get a suspension of your license, as they said, and then your second offense is prison time. It's mandatory prison time. For cannabis. All right, so we've learned do not drive after consuming cannabis in, in Canada. Here's the thing. It stays in your system for 28 days. I mean, it's not even about... Yeah, how do, you, how do you prove that? Uh, and uh, that's it. We've got these machines that they're using, the roadside machines that they're using, the little breath machines. I mean, they're how accurate are they? How accurate is the blood test, too? You know, think about it. I sweat THC. I, I, mean, I know, me too. I'm, I'm, right? I was going to say, we're such heavy consumers. I mean, I'm going to blow over the... I'm going to automatically blow over whatever the amount is because of I'm constantly using cannabis. We're technically like 90% cannabis, our bodies, anyways. Th- so that's, it's like, that's it, right? Like, and water. <laughs> and some water. <laughs> like if you but tested my thing. hair, like that's all you'd find. It's like just weird. Maybe like Cannabinoid. a gap. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. Well, Amy, we have to take a quick break, and let's continue when we come back because there's so much great information coming out of Canada right now, and you are just amazing. So thank you so much for joining us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Amy Anonymous. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. 
now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidentials, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. All right, we've got Amy Anonymous live in Canada. All right, Amy. So let's break it down between the different provinces. I know there's some major disconnect going on. In Alberta, the first offense. It's a 90-day uh, license suspension. Your third offense is 120 days in prison. 120 has, days? Uh, 120 days in prison. Uh, Quebec has a prison term as well for using cannabis, driving with cannabis. So, so how is Uber out in Canada? Uber is awesome. Five minutes from Okay, here. good. Five minutes. Take, so Uber take your Uber. Uber. But, but again, as, as a medical patient, I'm a medical patient, uh, I, I will always beat these. I will always test over these limits. So there's going to be a lot of court cases. There's going to be a lot of people fighting these in court. Uh, medical patients. Now, here's here's what we're here's the craziness. In our province, we were going to only allow smoking in your dwelling. So in Ontario, at first, it said you can't use cannabis anywhere but in your dwelling where you live, which is a little insane because a lot of people have children. A lot of people have what that. I mean, I don't, I don't smoke around my kid. I mean, it, it's just not what I do. You can if you choose, but I don't. How do you expect someone to use cannabis in their, only in their dwelling? It's just, what if the people they live with aren't okay with that? So our province slowly but surely changed around a bit and is now allowing smoking wherever cannabis or wherever tobacco smoke is allowed. So that sounds great, right? That sounds fabulous. But then everyone However, bans tobacco smoke everywhere. There you go. <laughs> It's great until they ban tobacco smoke everywhere. So as it stands right now, in Ontario, you can definitely use cannabis wherever you smoke, um, wherever you smoke cigarettes. But you, they're going to start changing the laws. I mean, that's what they started doing with schools. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming it's going to start. And you see it with time. hotels too, with tourism, because I would imagine you're going to be looking at a lot of tourism coming out there. People want to just experience it. They don't want to go all the way to Amsterdam or Spain, and they want to just, you know. It, go on their vacation and buy their weed, and it, it's what happens. Like in in Colorado, I was just at a hotel, and there was a little sign in the room, and I got a room. I'm like, there's no smoking in the hotel. I got a room with balcony, so I was like, it'll be fine. There's a sign in the room that says, there is no smoking marijuana inside this room or on the balcony, and if you do, it is a $1,000 fine. 
Damn. That is extremely high. See, right now we charge $250 fines for smoking in hotel rooms. Uh, but well, that's, that's normal, that's and that'll charge. go up. It'll go that's up, though. That's what the though. hotel charges. Oh, 100 Yeah, but the hotels start charging. It, they all, like, that, that, ho- that same hotel used to be, like, a $200 fine if you were caught, caught smoking in the hotel. That, see, that's what ours currently were, and I'm not sure if they've changed since then. I haven't heard anything about it, but I'm assuming it will, exactly. Of course it's going to go up. Right now we don't have cannabis tourism in Ontario, we, and our, many companies are saying, hey, we want this. Like, think of the, the tourists that will come here for this. We, we started doing cannabis tours for a bit, and then they just stopped because there isn't anywhere that you can safely or you're allowed to safely consume cannabis. In Ontario, we have vapor lounges. Do you have any vapor lounges there, Dina? We are just starting all of the lounge licensing. Oh, that's a see. We we'll, don't have it'll licensing. be a, a consumption lounge. Beautiful. Now, we have had consumption lounges for almost 20 years in our city with no regulations and no permits. Right, we've now had that without regulation, but now now we're regulated, so it's different. And that's what's going to happen with us. Our government at first said no, they do not want them, but most recently they've started changing their mind and they're, um, they're opening to hearing about it. So now they're in the talks of having consumption lounges. Will there be smoking there or vaporizing? We're not sure yet, but it is in talks. So being in talks is better than not being talked about. Um, I have a feeling in the next That's two years. That's just shameful, especially since, like, concentrates are the best things to vaporize as far as I'm concerned. Um, right? Like, it, it's really, it's But it'll get there in a year. It'll get there in a year. And exactly. It's baby steps. And exactly. I know that it's a, it's a learning curve, and it, it's really hard when you first jump in because there's no, it, it's never perfect. And there's going to be all these challenges along the way that are going to prevent, you know, us from doing things how we want to. Obviously, you're going to get your license in in how long? About they said that we can have storefronts in April. No, I'm hoping by April. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so hopefully April, by 420, you're going to be up and running and back. Mm-hmm. And so use this time to just take a vacation and enjoy. Maybe come down to Cali and get some oil. Well, <laughs> right now what I'm doing is, I know, right? Right now I have an education, uh, an education clinic. We've changed over. I've partnered up with a company called WeedMD. And we have changed oh, my, yeah, we've changed my clinic into an education clinic so people can come in, uh, learn about cannabis, talk about terpenes, learn how to roll. We can um, connect people with doctors because we don't want our medical program to go away. We have patients who want medical cannabis. So what I'm trying to do is keep them together and teach them about it before recreational takes over, which it's starting to do. Um, well, I love that you're educating people, and it's so important. So how, where can people find more information and find you online? I can find me at I'm, all my social medias are the Amy Anonymous, and my website is amyanonymous.ca. Amazing. Currently, well, you guys, go check out Amy. Show her some love. Check out her Instagram. She's a riot. And, Amy, you are our Weed Warrior of the Week. Thank you so much for fighting for our plant and being our, our cannabis correspondent in Canada. It's amazing, and, and we love having you on today, and we'll have to have you on again to uh, celebrate the store opening. And, thank you for uh, having so thank- me. I'm so right? flattered. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, so thank you again for joining us for Cannabis Confidential. Obviously, we have always have amazing guests, and we will be joined next week with another one. So we'll see you soon. Over and out.
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.